brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. Midi clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hello and welcome back to Paranormal, everyone. I'm Nicolina. And I'm Marie. And we are your two favorite spooky uh, paranormal duo here with a Hometown Haunts episode, but we've got psychic medium Lauren Robbins back on the show um, for a follow-up episode, for some new content, and as you all know, Marie has not had any readings from Lauren, so we're raring to hear what she's got to say about Marie and what the future could hold for her or you know what the the current state of of your life is (laughs) uh so welcome back Lauren so excited to have you once again I feel like you've become like this monthly guest which I'm totally totally okay with and I think like we just said you're your clients, our listeners, mutually love both of us now. So that's great. That's that's perfect. I love, love this show. I have to say it's become one of my favorites. And I usually don't repeat myself on certain podcasts and things because I feel like everybody should have a chance different places. But I just love your style and you're just so fun to work with. And I just, you know, as everything goes off the cuff with me, but I'm, I'm just totally, I'm thrilled to be back. So thanks for having me. 
Of course, absolutely. So what we were just talking about kind of before the show was, uh, well, there's some updates that we want to make for Lauren. And I've said some of them. I've said some of them already on the show, I think, with Cody. But uh, Lauren doesn't know all of them yet. So we obviously Lauren did our Valentine's Day episode. She made some predictions. She made predictions about Cody. She made predictions about my friend Madison, a.k.a. Maddie. Uh, A couple of our Patreons as well, patrons as well. So I kind of will walk through some of the updates from that. Not everything obviously has come come to light quite yet because it's only been a month. But, you know, the progression of things we'll we'll talk about. So Cody, number one, you had told him that he was he had a crush on somebody and she had short brown hair and her name started with an S and they were going to go something like new they wanted to she, he was going to move to new york or meet her in new york or something mm-hmm. along those lines so this girl who was on the show in december who was a very very close friend of his who was an actress she does a lot of acting and classes and she's on uh, stage a lot uh, her name is steffi so that's the s she has short brown hair mm-hmm. she has big I believe she has green eyes. Um, so you had said she had light eyes, I think. Very active girl. Very, and like her, the, the two of them had gotten very, they're close already, but they had gotten very close as of late. Uh, she's also very close friends with his ex-girlfriend. So, um, and it's not an issue. Like they're all just close friends. They're So it, like he realized... Yeah, they're all pals, but he realized basically, oh my God, this is probably the person that I have a crush on. Now, she's like, he told me that we're going to get married. I'm like, Lauren did not say you were going to get married. Lauren said that he had a crush on a girl who had this description, and that is exactly (laughs) what who you are. And he was like, yep, that makes complete sense. And her dream, of course, is to go to New York and be on Broadway. So that might have been the New York factor. I don't know 100% sure, but they're both they're both in the industry, so it makes a lot of sense why that could have been related to this specific person during this time. Oh my god. Um so yeah, that was one. Then Madison. So Madison was like her and her sister, they both listened to the episode. They were like very emotional listening to it because everything you said kind of about her about her personality about her um constant kind of taking on people's baggage and issues and everything that was like something that just they she struggled with her whole life and they like she's like she read me as if she was right in front of me and like knew everything about me it was crazy listening to that and she said I had made this decision in my life that kind of like I needed to set more boundaries with people and really focus on my health my goals all of this before I go and meet the person that I need to meet and you had predicted that potentially end of summer she would meet somebody so we still don't know who or what that is yet but that is uh someone who definitely resonated with everything you said about her and kind of the direction she is needing to take in order to meet the person or have the love that she um, wants in life. And of course, like I said on the episode, uh, like I said prior, she is a twin and you had said she would potentially have 
twins. So obviously we may have to wait four years to confirm that because that's when you said she may, but uh, that is not, yeah, it's not, it was not an outlandish prediction. That's for sure. Um, Destiny. So Destiny, you had said that the person that she's with um, may have had some issues with like a maybe addiction or just like wasn't really didn't have like a steady job um needed to work on themselves and that they were like something with the the number eight she says that she believes that this person is the one they have just been dating relatively recently though they haven't i don't think it's been eight months yet so I don't know what the future is on that one quite yet, but she basically said um, the reason why she asked about, she had asked if he was going to die an early death. And the reason why she asked this was because three or two, I think two or three of her previous boyfriends died early and she felt it was, she feels it may be her, something to do with her. Um but they weren't with her. Not all of them were with her when these things happened. So it was like they were just all of her boyfriends tend to have died early deaths. And she was afraid that this one might as well. But um, Lauren basically said, like, that's not going to happen. Uh, but she <laughs> thinks that this guy's the one. So we'll see if he is. If maybe there's some disconnect with him finding work or needing to work on himself a little bit before they start to really get serious Uh, she did say though that the day she listened to the episode he had come home and said he was going to smoke some weed (laughs) and Lauren had said that she he had she's like but he doesn't do any hard drugs so like there's nothing like weird addiction wise there (laughs) just he does smoke weed so she was like maybe like maybe we should cut back on our weed (laughs) um so, uh, so Sophia did confirm that her relationship needed to end. And Lauren had said that this relationship was not going anywhere, that it was potentially abusive at some points. Uh, she didn't confirm that with me and I was not going to ask her that. I felt that was far too personal for me to to inquire on. But she did say she needed that to really verify that this was not ever going to really be the person she was with like she was she she just needed that like verification that this was not her person and in the episode like your your reading kind of did that for her so it was enough to say I need to move on she said we'd been together for about five years and I believe like it was Lauren kind of mentioned that it had been a long-term relationship and that it just wasn't going in the right direction and no matter how hard she tried it wasn't going to be what she wanted it to be and she agreed that that was correct so that has all happened um with those readings I mean, mine was about marriage. We said end of year, potentially engagement. We'll see about that. But I will say that um, Ellie has become the name that we use for our future daughter uh, (laughs) in joking and passing now, uh, whether or not we end up using that name. But it is something that we're like, so when baby Ellie comes. (laughs) (laughs) So we shall see. Um, But yeah, that uh, that's pretty much the synopsis of those of those occurrences and those readings uh so we'll stay posted obviously i think end of summer we should be able to get some more like solid 
solid updates. Yeah. Um, oh, thank you okay. for the feedback. So, That's so, yeah. so, so important for the work. And yeah, like I always tell people, I help a lot of people with their relationships and, and stay married and they help other people get divorced. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, <laughs> it's just what they need, need that, to know right? in your path. You know, sometimes they're going to be do great things if they go forward and make changes. And that's what happened in mine. I, I followed my spiritual gut and I got a divorce and I followed my path and opened my business and remarried and have a great life now. So like my job yeah. is to help the client, not to entertain them like with fun psychic reading. And it's like readings, it's it's what you need to know how to make those changes, not be afraid to do them. But you know, everybody has free will sure. if they're gonna do them or not. So Right. Absolutely. No, absolutely. For sure. Um, so yeah, I think those were a lot of really positives that came out of those readings. I think a lot of people felt good about them for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, so other than that, I want to obviously give you uh, a get, talk about Lady of the Dunes before we go into like talking about past lives and Marie and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so we did speak about Lady of the Dunes a few the first time you were on the episode uh, on our show that was in January now it's coming up this uh so can you tell us a just a bit, little bit more about the series what's when it's coming out what's going on with it and really what people can expect from it sure um I think when we talked in January I didn't have the date when it was actually coming out so um I heard you know mid-February it was after we did the Valentine special that the documentary is going to actually be released it's just one film. It's not going to be a series. I'm not sure okay. who they're distributing it to, um, but it was, you know, the film was purchased and it's coming out uh, in theaters or it's going to be online like April 20th, 2022. Um, it's on the IMBD site. So if you look up Lady of the Dunes 2022, you can see um, a little bit about the documentary. You can see that I'm part of the cast as well as some other experts. Um, but there's going to be... A free screening April 1st and 2nd down in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. And um, it's one of those things that people have to sign up for the tickets if they're going to go to the Providence Town one on Saturday, the, the 2nd um, of April at 7, or they're gonna, they'd have to walk in and see if they can get tickets and walk in April 1st uh, in Dennis. And everything is on my website under Medium Lauren Robbins, like where to go for tickets and information. Um, but... Uh, it's just it's exciting um, that I got pulled into this, and I and I'm very very connected to her. So whatever you want to know, I'll tell you. So yeah, no, Lauren, for sure. Okay, actually, yes, uh, yeah. So it, I I remember when um, Nicolina had called me to tell me that you were going to be on the show the first time, and she told me about the documentary, and I kind of went, "Isn't that the one from Jaws?" has a Jaws connection and Nicolina was like I don't I don't know is it and I, yeah I wanted to confirm this is the one with the lady with the blue head uh like a handkerchief on her head right that is a theory okay. that it's her um and actually yes, the uh this, I think it's son Steven Seal uh, Steelberg uh, not Steelberg Spielberg's son sorry <laughs> um and okay. originally thought that was her um because it's around the time that the Jaws um film was being made and um, so they thought that maybe she was an extra in the film. And yes. it's never been confirmed, So, but that was one theory. And uh, so basically, I mean, she was murdered uh, in July of 1974. And you have to think that, uh, and her hands were severed. So they had cut off her hands and pulled out some of her teeth. 
And um, so she would not be identified, which is very unusual. Um, so she can mm -hmm. be fin fingerprinted or identified. And she has, um, for over close to 50 years, no one has been able to identify her because back then, think about the DNA, it was really tough. And um, the former police of chief, oh my God, I'm speaking backwards. This is from working so much this last week. Um, <laughs> chief of police. Chief of police. Uh, he uh, was, you know, carrying around her head, her skull in a, you know, in a baseball, you know, that. whatever bag for a long, long time. So he was trying to do everything he could. But the problem is the body has been exhumed several times and still nothing. So what happened was I got contacted by a producer last March and um, said, hey, I want you to be a team of experts. We've got some other people that are spiritual. I don't want to get into the details too much because it hasn't come out, of course, mm -hmm. but want to see what you have for input for um, mediumship and what you think. And do you have to be on site to you know, connect to her? And I said, I can connect to her anywhere. Like, I don't even have to be there. But of course, you know, you want to go down there and be as close as you can to certain areas. And so um, I think I had mentioned before my, my husband, who's a firefighter, got involved, too, in the filming because he gave his kind of his opinion about some things. And the, the, the producer was like, I really want to interview for that. So we went down and, you know, I was what was interesting. She used some paranormal stuff to help me lead, lead me to certain things. And it was very, very interesting. I was brought to the area where she was um, where they found her body. I had to look for the location. Um, and I felt like she had been moved several times. I don't want to go into details, but she kept talking to me through the whole thing. And then I connected to her by taking some things from the area before I left and said, I'm not going to forget about you. And then she led me to some undisclosed locations, which I can't talk about, basically through paranormal equipment and through synchronicity that she helped me put other pieces of her case together. Now, the issue is, is that you've got to remember there's many, well, you don't know this, but there's many uh, hands in the pot. And what they did was that he used so many experts and so many different people that um, there's not a whole lot of time per person. So they're going along with the storyline, but um, a lot of the footage, other things that I had taken pictures of, things that she told me are not going to be in the documentary. So I'm doing a behind the scenes event um, online because yes. I want it not just to be for Massachusetts people but like my clients that live all over the world or people that might be interested in it or people that were law, yes. law enforcement and have been following it to be able to participate and it's like really inexpensive like $25 for a ticket and it's $50 for if you want a VIP and talk to me afterwards kind of thing it's all online and I'm going to show behind the scenes photos other things that she gave me for information which I am I have to say I'm not a stuck up person with my work but i really trust myself i trust my gut and um the experiences that she gave to me and i i am just i'm not going to stop like no matter when this film comes out i'm not going to stop and uh with my promise to her that i'm going to make things right and what my goal is is like the money from the behind the scenes event i want to use to give her a proper headstone or a bench oh, and take the proceeds from that to yes. do that so my goal is, you know, to help her because the thing is, she told me very specifically she wanted she wanted to she wanted people to visit her. She didn't want to be forgotten. She made, she cried through me. She showed me through through things through her eyes how she was murdered, and I had these amazing experiences that were just so emotional that to this day, like, I'll never forget. 
like what she had me experience, but you know, we don't know how, what's going to be in the film. You know, we've, you know, I can't talk about that because, but a lot of things, because there's so many people and they're trying to put the pieces together, how the film's going to come out is going to be interesting. So I'm going at it for both, you know, um, free screenings, because I want to be there for the first one to say hi to anybody that comes with my husband. And I kind of want to digest it and then see it again this second night. So um, the whole thing is like, really, you know, it's nice to be in a documentary and I'm very honored to be, but my whole thing is like, I don't want to be like, oh, cause I want to be famous. It's nice, but I really want to solve her case and give her the name that she yeah. deserves and put this at rest. And I have some other contacts that might be able to make that happen for me too, with after this thing comes out to, you know, follow suit with everything that we need to do. Has, um... Has she talked to you about anything other than her own um, kind of murder? Like, has she been communicating to you and, like, guiding you in any other, like, telling you about other things? Like, like, is she someone that comes up and just kind of, I don't know. Like, I don't know how you, I don't know how you communicate with her. So I'm curious as to how that kind of comes to life for you. It's funny because when I make a connection to her, when I intentionally do... Um, and this happened again after we spoke last time, but a few weeks ago, I just was like, it's a beautiful day at 65. I'm going to jump in my car and drive to Provincetown. And it's like an hour and a half from my house. And I'm like, I really felt bad. I like, I had to go back and go to the areas that she had shown me. I wanted to reconnect with her. I don't need to be there, but just, it's a stronger feeling. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. so how she communicated with me was like, I, I mean, I, I talked to her, I used my dowsing rod. She answered some things. She went off on my meter. Um, sorry, what is that? What is that? Dowsing rods. What did you, okay. Have you ever used okay. those? Uh, no. Oh, I've, seen, I've seen people use them. Yeah. So I can tell you a few things cause it's going to be my behind the scenes too. Cause that would be like part of like a continuing, you know, conversation with her. But at one point she's like, I'm like, Hey, you here? And my dowsing rods are like swinging it over to the ear. I said, this is the ear where you were murdered. Right. And she's like, and the dowsing rods swing. And I'm like, so are are you here? I said, you know, I'm here to still talk to you and still like make sure we're making connections. And she writes down, she says I'm a meet of friends. And I said, I just want to talk to you. And she goes, chat that comes up on my meter. So like, this is not something like, for some reason, when I speak to ghosts or deceased ones, they really speak to me through the meters and the equipment. So this is why it's kind of linked to the Paranormal Podcast because I have this like, I'm an OG, okay, when it comes to <laughs> dealing with ghosts. They like me. I'm like, hey, let's party together. Let's oh talk. You know, let's have a drink, whatever. And so we have, like, we have this thing. But the interesting part was, like, I, you know, really extended myself going down there. I was there for, like, two hours. Had to come back, make sure I was home, like, for my husband and the dog and everything. And the next day I was really wiped. And so I was like, what did I go down there for? I mean, I didn't get a whole lot, but I got enough that I wanted to. But... I put on this radio, the, 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 I turned on my car, and all of a sudden my Pandora linked over to my, you know, my stereo in my car. And it was this song, like, um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's going to be, it was like, it was singing us, it was a country song, and I never listened to country. And it was like, you are strong, and you're helping me to be strong, to find the truth. And it's like, I'm listening to the words, I sat bawling my eyes out, and I actually taped it. Because I'm like, she's literally telling me, thank you. Because she's like, every yes. time that 
you know, like, I want to give up. You are strong. You show me the strength. You are, you know, you're doing this for me. And this was all in the words of the song. And I'm like, I never heard that song before. So she still mm-hmm. communicates with me when I'm, you know, and, you know, trying to commute with her, communicate with her. It's not mm-hmm. often like with loved ones, like, or anybody I communicate with, I don't keep on the, let the conversation continue. If I'm thinking sure. about them, what happens? I make a direct link to them. And and I get the information, but when I turn it off, it's taken me years to really hone into that. Um, I turn it off. So, right. But I can tell you, she was an awesome personality. She would have been fun to go out and have a margarita with. Um, she's very <laughs> laid back. She was really fun. She was very very sweet and very emotional. And I know I, I I'm pretty certain she knew she was going to die. So. Right. Can you just can you elaborate at all about what may, may have been the circumstances around her her like or at least like because you originally said you don't think she was where she was from when she died. Right. I feel like she was from another area. I got to be careful with that because I don't know if that's yes. coming out in the yeah. film. And um, yeah. And I did. um it's funny thing is I did look up some things in that area and I found and, and the producer had said some sent some things to me to take a look at and I really felt like it was a particular person. But then when you're like, is it that person? Like that's a big responsibility to say, yeah. But I, yeah. I, I really felt like it was pretty right. close and um, or with a similar uh, name. And um, so I, I she had said where she was from to me in the um, the county. And um, she had also mentioned, um, like, her personality, why she wasn't living there anymore, um, like, relationship with her parents, and just more information that um, hopefully will come out in the film. Now, I think I had mentioned to you before, there were a couple other mediums that were involved. Yes. And I did, you know, at the beginning, he told me that, and I was, like, thinking to myself, why is he going to have all these people? Like, that's going to be confusing, like what happens if I say this and somebody says that and somebody else says this, like, these are the murderers, like, who's he going to believe or, you know, that kind of thing. But he was smart because I have to say at the end, um, he kind of put things together and there were some similarities and I can't say what they are, but, um, mm-hmm. that made, made it like really, you know, I think the story validating and, and more validated. Validating. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So yeah, I can't wait to watch it's this. so hard because it's like you want to talk all about it, but I yeah, haven't seen the I no. You don't want to give it all away, of course. Cut, but I can say that he he really did his job in terms of um, the producer getting some really cool people involved, um, trying to have a different spin on it, and um, I'm very excited to see it. Like whatever happens with it, I'm just proud to have been part of the group. And um, I, you know, I was at one point like leading a lot of things with her, but I feel like um, there's just so much to the whole story and it's just hard to go over things and find things, you know, 50 years later, you know, how I can look for sure. certain things like 50 years later. So mm-hmm. I'm like just doing my own thing and just going to continue working with her no matter what it is, even way after this documentary is out, you know, to do certain things. So Marie, where, when did you hear about this? Like, how did you hear about this? So I, well, I mean, I've talked about it on the podcast before, but for Lauren, I, um, before I started my paranormal podcast, I was really, I still am really into true crime stories. So, um, when I was going to start a podcast, I was like, I'm not doing true crime because there's too many of them. And then I thought the other thing I love talking about is like true ghost stories or alien abductions or whatever. Um, so 
like all of the true crime podcasts that I listen to have covered that case before. Oh, and so okay. when you said Lady of the Dunes, immediately the first thing I saw was the blue bandana, like in my mind's eye. I was like, oh, the blue bandana. And that's why I was like, is this the one that ha- that could possibly have a connection to the movie Jaws? And you were like, she didn't say anything about that. I don't know. I was like, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, no, this is I didn't one. know. I I yeah. didn't know for sure. <laughs> yeah. And I looked up the Wikipedia, and I was like, I don't know. Do I? I don't yeah. see anything about Jaws here. But obviously, if other true crime pro- podcasters yeah. have talked about it, they've gone a little bit deeper than probably the Wikipedia page has gone. Yes. Um. Yes. So yes, I'm glad to confirm that that is the right. Yeah. That is the one. Yeah. Um. And, which is very cool. And so when the paranormal and true crime kind of mix and mediums, um, respectfully go into a case that needs to be solved and their intentions are, you know, aligned with the victim. That is like both of my worlds colliding. And I'm just like immediately like so thrilled to see this documentary. Like, and I want to come to the, to the one that you're going to have the like after the the live one, the, the online one. I want to go to that. So I'm going to go to that. I want to. Yeah. Well, don't worry. You guys are in. in. You'll be my guest. (laughs) We're in. We got some tickets. Yeah. We've got some safe spots there. You did. You were my guest. You're my VIP people. Thank you. Uh, But you know, it's it's interesting because I was going to say like, if you do look, it was weird for me because I did look up the case after I heard of it. And I will tell you one thing that's really kind of cool and spooky is that I was literally, as a child, rolling down those dunes in Provincetown, Mass, around the time she was oh, murdered. Oh and I my asked God. my mother the other day, I love her, she's 89, and I'm like, I saw her for lunch. I said, I got to ask you, you know, um, when we went to Provincetown, because I remember rolling down these dunes and I never could remember where they were. And I said, how old was I? And she goes, about 10 or 12. Well, around, I'm not going to say my age. I was going to do the math. But I was, that was around the time I was 10 to 12 years old when she was murdered. Wow. So, like, I'm not saying down where, like, literally where she was found. But I was rolling down those dunes. And, like, I always had this memory of the dunes and how fun it was. And here I am. Like, it's around this big murder case at that time. You know, right. I didn't know anything about it. So, I just feel like this... I can't explain it, but with spirit, I get very, very connected to certain ones. And it's like, I have this heart and I feel like this is going to be where I go down in the future. Like I'll always do medium readings, but probably not as much because as I get older, it gets more tired and teaching, but I really mm-hmm. love true crime too. And I really want to probably oh. help like solve some <laughs> other cases down the road. But in the industry, it's sure. tough because a lot of you know, police officers and stuff like that, they don't want to talk about the psychic mediums. Like that's like voodoo crap, yeah. but yet they're like, what do you got? What do you got for information? So it's. Which reminds me, which reminds me because we were just talking about Tyler Henry and in that, in that Netflix special, they do have him. An investigator brings him into two cases. So I do want to, I kind of want to talk about that. And kind of the thing is like, you're tasked with this thing where it's like you have no, you you don't have, it's all circumstantial evidence. Like you can only provide what you know from your ability to, to, to get the messages. But for me, it was more his ability to give closure to the family. Mm-hmm. And that was really what I was like, you know what, even if this doesn't, even if the case stays, you know, you can't use his, his words as like proof. His mother, in the one case, his mother was like, 
you could see that she had a sense of relief and a sense of closure knowing that he had communicated through him and it, and told her this is what happened this is you know this is why it happened to me um you're on the right track and like you basically don't worry and I'm here still and she was just kind of like you know what that's all I kind of need I just need to know that that's that that you're at peace I think that he did say you will eventually find out who it is so don't give up on that but it doesn't need to be something that you're like constantly worried about and then gave her just a sense of like just you could see her energy and just weight lifted off of her and I think that that's super important to your work as it well. is you just made me think of something but that's so true because you don't well for me I don't have a chance to meet these people that are the kids are missing or have been murdered or whatever. of course and I would love to yeah. down the road probably do some of the work but I don't know if you have seen that new film that came out on Netflix it's uh uh rescued by Ruby I would really recommend it. Oh, no, I haven't. It's about I saw it's a the... state trooper in Rhode Island. And I will tell you, I was talking to my husband the other night. We watched it together. It's just like this, like family flick. But it's so cool because mm. it's a dog that was, re- he rescued this dog because he needed a canine to be in a canine unit. And anyways, it's an awesome story. Well, I was saying to my husband, I said, oh my God, this is like from five years ago. Um, I had a friend that was on the, in the fire service down in uh, Rhode Island and he actually contacted me. He knew I was gifted and he said, hey, Laura, like there's a missing kid in this area. What do you think? And I said, oh, he went, he was supposed to go one way with like his mother or something, but he went this other way. It ended up being that was that film that was all that was all about from like five years ago. Cause I actually worked wow. with the firefighter cause they were looking for the kid at the time. And it oh, ended up no being way. that film. <laughs> so I was like- That, that oh my premise of the film is based off that story? Yeah, and he asked me for an opinion, oh. but I mean, I never got involved with the case. I just you know, like uh, told him my input and I said, I feel like he's okay. And he just probably <laughs> fell down something or whatever. And sure enough, it was in the film the other day. So oh I was God. like, wow, like that just circled right wow. back when I didn't expect it at all. So <laughs> what I'm saying oh is like, I'd love to be able to give closures and things. And, and I find that a lot of my, sure. maybe they're not true crime or whatever, but I find that I do that in my work a lot because I literally see through the, the eyes of the people that got murdered or died and how they were murdered or killed or, you know, anybody that's passed away. And yes. the family just needs yes. to know, like, they're right or you need to say this and that to help them cross. So um, anyway, it's, I feel like it's still fascinating for me all these years later to, to help yeah. put those pieces yeah. together. There was a few instances, like I said, in that in the Netflix special with him, uh, just with him, just kind of parents needing to know that they're there still, that they're, they have the capacity to communicate. That alone was like this mother was just like in tears being like, you are the only reason why I am OK, Aww. which is like makes me want to cry. And she's like crying, obviously, like. you're the only and I'm just like that's such a gift like what a gift to be able to give people and like obviously not many people have that but it would be a shame you know to hide that gift and you he went through he goes through the same like you see him when he's doing the readings afterwards he's just kind of like exhausted and everything his energy is just depleted and like Lauren has said these things to me about her and how she feels and I'm like watching this guy after knowing what Lauren feels and I'm like this is 
very similar. Like the things mm-hmm. that they're saying are so similar. Um, so these people who have these gifts, I just feel like they're going through those experiences. Uh, and I'm the one thing though that was really crazy about that whole Netflix special was he needed to go to see a medium because his mother's actual mother had passed away and he could not figure out why this woman had given up her child to this other woman who ended up being a serial killer. His mother was adopted by this woman who was a con artist killer. So he wanted to understand why this happened. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I don't, I'm not getting anything from the spirits. No one's telling me anything. The only thing he was able to do, I think, was, well, no, they did an ancestry DNA and they were able to find her relatives from, like, so she had siblings, right? Like, from, so they were able to bring them in. But he's like, I'm getting nothing. And yet he's like, I'm able to read for so many other people, but not my, my own mother. Why is this happening? And then he, they went to a medium she read and she gave them information. So I'm wondering, Lauren, do you, is there a reason why that would happen? Like why it's easier for you to read for others versus your own kind of life experiences? And do you go see mediums ever to get closure or information from them that you maybe you're not able to connect to? Uh, well, you, well, well, I don't know. Everybody's different. Like I can read for myself unless I'm very, very, very emotional. Like I can connect to spirit anytime for anything I need. I have that like direct contact. I'm very lucky. Some mediums can't read for themselves at all. I can, I can, I always have. And then, um, in terms of, you know, other people, it's easier because it's like, it's not your own feelings. It's not your own thoughts and emotions. So that's where it can get. They're clouding your ability. That's where it can get complicated for mediums. Like. Um, to answer, so that may be why, and then maybe his own emotions were so in the mix that he like just wanted to have a clear head and have somebody else tell him. Um, and right. last year, like right. I went through some really bad times with a family member, and um, I was with my husband in Rhode Island um, for a day. I said, let's just go, and we're going out to eat, and we went walked around the street, and I saw this the psychic sign that said $10 for reading, and I grab him, I'm like, come on, let's go. He's like, what? Because I usually, like, scoff at those people. I'm like, they're full of crap, you know? Right. Like, they're just going to do cards, whatever. And so, but I was just, like, I was really needing something because I needed kind of, I was such a mess over a particular person. And um, so I sat, I said, you know, is it okay if my husband sits in? And she's like, that's sure, fine, that's that's okay. And she's like, you know, just think of three things you want to know. She didn't have me ask her. And uh, she was actually really good. And she came up with, like, you got to give this person space and um, don't contact them. And, like, just, it was all the stuff that was going on. And um, and um, she was very, like, she was actually pretty good. She was doing tarot. But um, my hu- I left and my husband looked at me and said, I have never seen you do that since I've been with you for 10 years. No, you do because you always, like, scoffed at them and didn't think they were legit. Right. And I said, because I really needed it because I am just, I've been such, mm-hmm. such a mess. But she gave me what I needed to hear just to kind of get me through, like, the rest of the weekend. And and it was something very close to in my family. And, you know, you, there's a certain, like, you know what to do because you're, like, it stinks sometimes being a psychic medium because you know everything. But you got to, like, pull back and let that other people change because you can't make them change. And it's just, it's hard to be, do what we do. Right. It really is. It's not just everybody else to read. It's all these people that you love and that are close to 
that you know they have problems or you know they don't like you and you can you can't do anything about it until the time until comes, yeah you just kind of unfolds have, you know yeah. and it could be it could be like two weeks or two years or yeah. whatever but you just yeah. kind of have to but you yeah, know right. and you're like oh my god but like you know yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah that's hard that's super hard so do you feel like she was worth the ten dollars she like, was i gave her a twenty dollar tip too <laughs> Not- oh, good for you. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, that's interesting though. Like so, so that's good though. You you can obviously read for yourself, and I do feel like in this instance, he he seemed to say like I usually can read, but this in this specific thing, I think you're right. His emotions were far too. He was far too close and invested to it that his emotions were not letting him see things any clearer that he needed to get that that validation from somewhere else um so that's really interesting um so yeah i mean marie do you have any do you have any questions i feel like i'm i'm overtaking this conversation no no i'm just enjoying i'm like sitting here and just like basking (laughs) yeah you love it yeah yeah um so lauren i mean we've you've never met marie uh Mm -hmm. and i would love for you to also tell her anything that's coming to you or any past loved ones that might be coming through for her if you're willing to do so um because i know that yeah i've gotten spoiled with that kind of uh stuff so it's my turn yeah how, how, how do you feel about that i am i'm ready to go i'm off the cuff you know me i just let i just okay. let it flow you do have beautiful energy and uh, you, oh, do, you do but there's a little girl for you too have you ha- you don't have a girl yet no, it's funny. It's really funny that you, because you did mention that right before we started recording, Lauren congratulated me on my baby and she said, was it a girl? And I said, no, I, I had a, I had a son. And she was like, you're not pregnant are, now, are you? I was like, no, I'm definitely not. But like, um, it's funny that you said that because just two, two or days three ago. days ago, I was at my mom's house and she was getting ready for a baby shower and she, or no, a bridal shower. And she um, said, come, come help me pick out, like I'm trying to choose between these few outfits, come help me pick which one to wear. And while I was sitting there helping her pick which one to wear, I said out loud to her, I just had the realization that I'm never going to have this experience with like a daughter because I've, I have my son and my husband and I are pretty certain that we're only going to have one child. But other <laughs> other people who have done readings for me have said, nope, you are having two children. It's going to be a boy and a girl. Um, and, you know, at the beginning of my pregnancy, too, I was like, I want it to be a girl. I want a girl. And then I had a boy. <laughs> so, well, no. You have a very healthy boy. Oh, but I feel like you're going to get pregnant without even trying. It's going to happen. And I feel like you're going to be very happy that you have two. And mm-hmm. it will be a, it will be a girl, and you're going to get pregnant fairly wow. quickly. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's not by the summer. Just don't tell your husband. <laughs> Let okay. me like a little. Oops, not surprised, but just hey, it's coming, baby. And you'll, you'll be okay financially to do. But I really feel like one is going to be like a yin and yang child because they're going to balance each other out. So you're going to need that second child. Is the first one crazy? Not crazy. But no, it's very young. Yet, very young. He's, he's yeah, so. not yet. But he's really, um, he's very calm. Like right now, he's very calm. He's very chill. Um, 
doesn't like sleeps through the night doesn't give us a lot of problems so for now we're we're pretty good now well, but i don't know what's coming so. well you will have like irish twins because i really do feel like you're going to have another one wow. pretty quickly and it's all right because actually it would oh. be better for you to just get it over and done with and you're raising two babies at the same time right. um but i do hmm. feel like was there a loss too for you did you have not like a uh, a, a person i mean a, an older person but did you have any miscarriages or anything like that to before the past um and it's not, not miscarriages. Oh, no, it's okay. No, I, I didn't. Um, I did not. Okay. That, not that I know of, but I did have to go through fertility treatments to conceive. And um, the first, we did artificial insemination. And the first time it didn't work. And the second time it did. So... The first time it didn't work, it was absolutely devastating. That might be the sense of loss that you're feeling. Um, the second time, obviously, I was pregnant with my son. No, I do feel like there was another pregnancy. So I don't know if, if you there was okay. something that was early and it just didn't take or whatever. But I do feel like I just didn't know. Pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, Maybe. And, um, okay. Is there like a a, a, a a male that passed with an F in his name, like Fernando or Frank or something like that that's around you? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I have an F. Frank or Fernando. Just, Let me think really quickly. Feels like a fatherly figure, like a grandfather, though. I feel like your dad is still here, right? My dad's still here. This hasn't passed. Nothing nothing with an f that i know of nothing he has like an accent this wouldn't believe belong to you nicola was it nicolina i mean and well i have a lot of franks in my family oh really um yeah lots of franks uh but i'm trying to think of any that have actually deceased because my no-no uh is francesco okay and um, oh, I can't 
think of Sorry, it just came that way because like if I got a couple people no, in the room, like I can't guarantee no, it's a okay. person, but is there none? But it's a it's a male energy. It's a, it, it's a male energy, unless it's a Francesca or something like that. But there is, there is a. It feels like a male energy to me for sure. He has an accent. The only one I can think of is my grandfather, but his name was Nazareno. Was there any anything with so anything at all? No last name. I don't know his middle name, last name. Okay, no. that's all right. But um, he, he had like an accent. It sounded like Fernando or something. It could have been close to the other one, the other name. But uh, okay. was he in another country too? No, I'm wondering now, like, again, it's my, my, somebody, a male figure who did pass away, who I've been thinking a lot about lately, was my mom's uncle, but I called him my uncle as well, but his name is Alteo, not, nothing I, with an ass. Almost, but he was I swear to God, on my son's life said an uncle, but I didn't, because it felt like it was more fatherly, but did he act like more of a fatherly okay. figure to you than an uncle at all? I mean, when we were there, yes, but like we we were on like we've only been there a handful of times. Mm-hmm. But he was like very special to me for sure. Um, but he doesn't he doesn't have an F in his name unless he has one in his middle. Yeah, name. but there might be but somebody else linked to him in the family with the F because be. it's only validations that you know. Like it, I always tell people, mm-hmm. if it's not their name, doesn't mean it's not them. Let me just see what else I can get. Mm-hmm. It could be like there's another link in sure. the family to that person. But he said he had sure. an accent. He said he was from another country. And he said that, okay. like, then he did say, like, an uncle, but then he pulled it back and he said, more fatherly. So I took that. And um, okay. was there, like, 11, like, 11 kids in the family or anything with 11 at all? Or did he pass in 2011? Let me quickly, let me quickly count. <laughs> One second. <laughs> sure. Grandkids. My grandfather had 10 grandkids. Oh. And now he would have two great grand. So that's 12. Two great-grandchildren is 12. My mom had a miscarriage. That could be the 11th grandchild. Oh. Could be that. That would maybe make more sense. Okay. It could be. eleven. That might be what the 11 is. Because it has to do with children. He said 11. So if it's 12, I'm going to take it close enough or the 11. But he's talking, he's trying to tell me about things about the family that that you would know. And what was wrong with his feet? I, Anything wrong with his feet when he was alive? Like, could he not walk? Or were they very swollen or something? They feel very swollen to me. I remember no, him shuffling. Very swollen. Swollen. <laughs> no. Maybe I'm picking up your feet, but anyway. Right? No, I remember him, like, shuffling a lot. Like, he would wear <laughs> slippers, though. So I like, wasn't, I'm not sure if it was, like, his, just because he was wearing slippers. So he would shuffle his feet. I don't remember any. I don't. Re- I don't. They feel very. They feel me. very swollen. Unless I'm picking. Are your feet very very swollen? Yeah, I'm having like yeah. I when I was pregnant, they got really swollen, and then they they didn't uh, like they grew. So now my old shoes don't fit. And Is it the top <laughs> of your feet though? Because I'm connecting to you and seeing who's there. For yeah, you. my top of my feet like feel swollen to me because I can literally feel yeah. the people I'm reading and the people that are connecting to them. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> you poor what? thing. Oh no. What? <laughs> my feet, like my shoes actually feel like they're getting tighter on me. It's just weird. Yeah. My body expands on things like that when I connect to people. But yes. Wow. We were, we were walking around Toronto yesterday and mm-hmm. Marie's feet were absolutely killing her. Like, and by she the was way, like, they were I cannot stand. This morning. Like, they oh, were they were bleeding. bleeding this morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you checking so anything? it could be that. Maybe that is what he's talking about. Are they doing anything with iron, though, at all for you or something like that to get you to detox or get uh, really reduce the 
water retention of so your body? it's funny um not iron but i did go to the doctor um and i have very high cholesterol so we're working on getting that down and um uh i have an insulin intolerance so i can't really or resistance not intolerance an insulin resistance so i um it's really hard for me to digest sugars so that might be why there might be bloating um, because I, I can't digest them. Right. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just, and I, hey. I, the, the feet came up. I thought it was a grandfather, but he must've been talking about yours. So do you ever hear any foreign language in your head or like him responding to you? Cause I feel like he talks to you through a clear audience. No. Um, the other, like recently though, he's saying he's a guy, my... like he's saying he's a guy to you. He helps you with a lot of stuff. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Um, I have, but it's not, it's not a male voice. Like a few days ago or whatever, I remember I thought I heard my sister's, like my sister's voice clear as day. She's alive. But like, I thought I heard her say my name and I kind of freaked out and I was like, is that like something mimicking my sister? Because that's scary. And then I thought maybe it was just my baby made a noise and it sounded like my sister said my name. Um, oh, that was something so. mimicking her name. So you should really be freaked out. Great. <laughs> awesome. Good, good. Just, good stuff. just say, hey, you know, don't bother me in my own house. I know that you're here. So don't do that unless you were mm-hmm. a loved one. Anything negative must leave. If you don't, you know, in a lot of light, anything positive can stay. I always, I always say that. Okay. Um, it was something else, but no, like a loved one or whatever is not going to change their voice or tone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and if she's alive, definitely that was not her. And it was not something, mim- mm-hmm. something yeah. mimicking her. So there's a difference. Sweet. But um, <laughs> is there anything you want to say to your, your, your uncle? Because he is guiding you and he's telling you, like, tell your husband to calm down. And there's something also about. Um, he's so docile. Well, he's <laughs> sorry. Go there's on. Something, that's okay. But I'm hearing something about three months, three months now. Has there been something going on with him the last three months that he's Job. been freaking out about where he is? She's like, three just months. tell him to calm down. Like, all right, he's docile. Great. Is he more less docile or more? Is, is anything changed? He just talked to Admir about this. So he just got a new, we're pretty, we're, I don't, well. Almost. He, don't know for sure. <laughs> don't know for sure, but we're like 99% certain, certain that he just got a new job. And he is giving a three weeks notice to his work. And he is very nervous about giving a three weeks notice to his work because he's worked there for 10 years. Okay. So he's more nervous than you think, even if he's docile. So, like, just tell him to go yeah. for it. Um, just wait. He, they already told him, though, right? Didn't they tell him he got the job? So it's like unofficially official. Okay, because yes, they, told, they told we're him. Get, we're, so you're not like 99%. We're hiring you. You're 100%. Yeah, but he, he hasn't gotten the paperwork. But he we're, they told him we're hiring Okay, wait like for a day and a half because he'll get the paper and the um, email or okay. whatever. And then like have him give the notice and he'll be fine. He's going to be like, oh my God, thank God I did this. And it'll be okay. fine because I definitely feel like heightened anxiety. He doesn't care if he's docile or not, but... There's something going on and there was something with a three. So he's going to be totally okay. Three months also is my birthday. No, it has to do with the husband. Does it link to your husband? It's him. Okay. 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 Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, buy your baby because it's by your birthday. You're gonna have another baby. That's what I'm thinking. Yes, like that, maybe I'll be pregnant you'll in be, three months. You'll have a little oh birthday present. Be like, hey, babe. Oh you know what, we, what oh I want God. for my birthday? A little girl, and I'm pregnant. And that so. that would make him very anxious. So if my guide <laughs> is telling him, calm down in three months, that might. And you're saying I'm gonna get pregnant in the summer. This. This might be what it is. Do, do the math, but I feel like it has to do with his job, too. So it's going to be probably okay. everything. He's fine. Your biggest thing about the other kid is finances, isn't it? Yeah, it, it absolutely okay. is. Not that it I want to get into your stuff, but it's going to be really good. No, I believe it's okay. it. It's just not, it's, you literally said that to me yesterday. You're like, I, know. I can't afford another kid. I can't. <laughs> you'll be able to. You'll be able yeah. to. Okay. No worries. Like, you'll definitely be able to. <laughs> It's got to be okay. fun. Like, it's really just extra diapers. You know what I mean? And you can make your own stuff. I mean, stuff. yeah. Yeah. And You're uh, right. I can make my own She stuff. can. She's a, she crochets. I, you know, crochet you know, I mean, make your own baby food. Like, my son didn't even no, like the baby's food in the store. Like, it's, it's going to be fun. They're going to be like Irish twins. They're going to be growing up together. They're going to be like yin and yang. One's going to be totally hyper. The other one's going to be calm. It's going to be totally. It's like you and your husband. You got to totally balance each other out. So yes. um, it's going to be really, yeah, it really is good. <laughs> and like there is another thing for you. Do you work during the day? I feel like you do. There's going to be another thing mm -hmm. besides, you know, the podcast. But what else are you doing on the side like an online store? I, uh, I knit and crochet. Are you I selling it on Etsy? Like, I was. Then they changed their terms of service and I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> but I'm like selling like people will message me on instagram for commissioned pieces and i sell them commissioned pieces over instagram good 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 that's gonna be enough to buy okay. the extra the diapers so keep you know crocheting okay. <laughs> and i did just i did just like have to have a conversation with myself where i was like charge them what you're worth because mm -hmm. yes if they want it they'll pay for it so like stop underselling yourself and so maybe that is gonna help <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you that this you know like i will have people that will say to me oh you're kind of pricey and you know i i, I am but if you look at anybody else in my industry that has credentials and has experience and knowledge and i've been in business 15 years like i go by what i feel comfortable with and if anybody complains about my pricing i'm just like they're not worth it because i don't have any problem like yeah. i book out for months and i have no problem you know and you have to know your worth and my son bites at me he's like you should be mm -hmm. charging like 500 an hour and i'm like i can't do that to people i want people to be able to afford right. it but i also want to value my service because you know 50 percent of it goes to taxes anyway so uh, that's true. and i'm hearing like you should be crocheting doggy jackets i don't know if that ever came to you but i'm hearing like you need to do dog jackets okay i'm gonna start making dog jackets. Be a selling point i'm gonna do it yeah that's a need because half of them are really ugly and so people like that are dog moms like me would go nuts over that. You could do special colors. You could do yeah. like whatever their favorite little colors. Cardigan. Yes, little like cardigans. cardigans. Yep. Uh, little cardigans. Yep. Little cardigans. Little um, little. They need little hoods. Like I can't find hoods for my dog. Yeah. Like little things you can just snap on. The, I'm telling you, you're gonna be making a fortune. So, you know whatever. Okay. You're gonna love it. I'm gonna start doing it now. Uh, <laughs> we are we are opening our own merch store for the for the um, for the podcast for yeah. the podcast too. That's like literally just happening now so i don't know if that has anything that to do could be with the online store what you're hearing too. but we were planning on using etsy for it awesome we were, yeah. what are you gonna do for the store how does that work with a podcast 
So we literally were just going to sell fan merch. So like we have um, a bunch of jewelry that I've kind of put together and made. And we were at Comic-Con this past weekend and it was kind of like a test to see if people liked it. And we like people really did like loved it. We were only there for three hours and we and I mean, like I said, it's we were at a podcast booth, but people just kept looking over and being like, I want to buy that. Like, yeah. I, so we ended up selling like 40 pieces, which was like way more than I thought. I was like, well, I'll be happy if we sell six. That's what yeah. I said. I'll be happy if we sell six. And yeah. we, and we could have kept going. Like if we were there both days, oh, yeah. we literally would have sold it. would have sold it. Yeah. Yeah. I want so, a paranormal podcast t shirt and you guys can get money yeah. to do we'll the VIP thing. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a fair trade. <laughs> we, and, we got tarot like stickers made of our faces so like we have those coming as well um so that's just like some fun stuff and like our patreons they deserve also a little bit more they've been donating some some of them have been donating to us for like years years and they've given us you know their hard-earned money just for creating content and we appreciate that so much and we just want to do a little bit more for them so like giving them regular kind of little things like on their birthday month and like things like that that can kind of just show our appreciation we wanted to do that mm-hmm. and and then opening the store is just kind of like a part of the the brand and the podcast and all that and just to expand because you know we we catered to a lot of um people that are interested in crystals and and witchy stuff and why not why not have that part of our brand uh, like it's just it the the people who are listening want it so why not uh, mm-hmm. so yeah that's kind of the the goal for that that's uh, awesome we'll see that's awesome it's gonna yeah. do really well too oh good do, do you have any Christians memory yourself like anything you want to know that didn't come up because I'll I usually do that at the end of a reading like I get people I do everything off the cuff cold style like I just did with you but I always like you know if there's anything that you wanted to know that I could give you some insight on. Um, I'm trying to think. I, well, we were saying we wanted to talk about past life stuff. Do you see anything for me from a past life? Anything? Hmm. You've had 12 past lives. Whoa, that's a lot. I've been doing a lot of living. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am, so I will wise. be honest, I am not yeah. a past life expert, but I do, if I, if mm-hmm. I feel like somebody has had them, not everybody has mm-hmm. had past lives. Sometimes they're newbies for the first time in this world. And you are not a newbie. You've always felt like there's been something around you. Or you've always felt like there's been, you've been here before. You've had a lot of deja vu moments. Um, your mm-hmm. paranormal stuff Lots. started when you're very young. Your interest in it very, very young. And you've saw things mm-hmm. when you were little. And um, mm-hmm. I do feel like you're also very psychic and intuitive. And I, what, mm-hmm. in a past life, you were a seer. You, you did like clairvoyance work. Huh. And you still get some of those things in this lifetime. Like you see precognitively of things that come true. Correct? Yes, that's, that's true. What are you yes. doing with it, witchy girl? <laughs> I, to be honest. You were a witch too, by the way. So don't tell Jose. Somebody else, another, that. another, somebody else told me that too. And I believe it. That's why my nose looks like this. Um, so. no, you're beautiful. And 
That's why I've got this mm-hmm. cackle going. Um, no, I, I embrace them both. I love them. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, Shoot, I was going to say something. Another another psychic told me that I was a witch in a past life and I don't do anything with these abilities that I feel like I I feel like I could do something if I if I learned how to use them and practice them. Yeah. I don't because I am scared of them. And so sometimes this is going to to other people, not to you Lauren, but I know and probably not to Nick either, but to to some people it might sound a little crazy but I'll start feeling my third eye opening and I will be like you close that right back up you close that up right now (laughs) well you can't do that girl then you don't get anything so what right I'm like I don't want to know I I don't know I think Nicolina brought up before but I have a book that's on Amazon it's not to upsell it's called who are you are you a psychic medium or other spiritual worker because I'm a psychic I'm a medium I, I in a past life was a witch I'm a healer, um, I'm an empath, I'm a sensitive. So they, they all mean different things, but I wrote it for people like you that like just feel like they have the gift and they just, it's like, how do I, ch- like I base it on how I channel information, where I get it from, there's different sources of spiritual work. And it kind of like just makes it say, oh, wow, these are similarities to what I have. And I do little questions at the, like um, ask some questions at the end for you to answer. And if you can answer them very easily, you are gifted. And so I would recommend that book to you. It's not scary. It's actually very beautiful to have it. But the problem is, is most people don't know how to handle it and they're afraid to open that door. So I do, I'm also a teacher, so I teach all of this stuff. And I'm going to be teaching a mediumship class starting in April. I'm still trying to put it together. It's going to be like an eight-month program. Um, and I teach psychic abilities and all those things too because we have them. So I have to teach you just how to fine-tune it, what to say what source to bring in because that's what people don't know and that's why they get terrified by it. The thing is, is that if you're naturally psychic, which you are and stuff just comes to you anyway when you're not looking for it, just, and if it comes to true, like just embrace it and be like, oh, that was cool. Unless of course you're seeing a lot of bad stuff, which I don't think you are. Well, you probably see some, but. This is this is the re- I think this you is more good at predicting what's going to happen though. Like I, I yeah. will call Marie and be like, "This is what's happening." And you're like, "I genuinely feel this is not going to work out." I genuinely feel I and can it, feel it, it inside. Literally, that it's not I can happen. say that she is like usually like a hundred percent right yeah. about what when that happens. The reason why I get scared is because I okay again people are going to be like, "You're crazy," but I don't really care. Um, I can feel that I can feel that if I if I open up there's a there I know there's a dark energy around me I know it and I can feel the good energies fighting it constantly uh-huh. like sometimes it's heavier sometimes I'm like oh they beat it and it left for a while but I can feel it there and I don't want to open up because I don't want to give it a chance to get in where do you feel like you got this dark so, energy from have you had it for a long time right I don't uh yeah i don't i don't know where i got it from that was a I don't past know life came, mm. see i don't know if it's from a past life i don't know if it's from like another spiritual person who i went to see i remember buying like a witchy candle from a lady once and she's like carve this part like i was having problems with a person she's like carve this person's name in the candle and light it 
and do whatever. And so I did that. And then I don't know if it came from that, but I remember being kind of freaked out by that and throwing the candle in the garbage. I don't know. I just feel like there's something there. And if I open up, I'm going to give it an opportunity. And so I'm like, nope, we're just going to shut that down right away. <laughs> well, that's a disservice because in a way, because you've got so many white beings that could really help you with all of that. And you have okay. to trust it and just... The best thing you could do is throw yourself in a bathtub full of salt. Water. Okay, if you feel salt water, not salt. It's <laughs> just salt, salt water. No, I knew what you meant. And, yeah. and seriously, okay. just fill it up and then put like two cups of table salt in it and sit in there and swish it around and get it on your body and like in your hair and just feel like anything negative must get off of me. Get, a, get, get away okay. from me because it doesn't like salt. Start doing and then that. like sage your house or whatever and open the window and say, you must leave, you must leave because... It will eventually leave, but if you let, let it hang around and you're too worried not to open it, then you can't use all the other good stuff that, that's coming to you, you know? And okay. like, I'm going to get my sister to come sage my house tomorrow now. Yeah. Because she just say, let's just say anything negative must leave, anything positive can stay. So if you have angels and good people, deceased people around you, you don't want to, you don't mm -hmm. want to sage them out. Okay. Uh, yeah, you've okay. had a lot. Of, so don't be afraid of what I think some of the witchy woo stuff comes from the past life too. Like I was, and I think some of it's repeating in this life where I have had like a lot of bad luck and bad relationships. I'm like, what the frick did I do? What did I cast like in the bat? In the bat? You know, hopefully I was a good <laughs> little white done? witch, but I, yeah. I know in this lifetime, I'm really terrified of it. Although, like, my mm -hmm. spirit keeps calling back, like, check it out, look into it. So I'll buy these little books, and I'm, like, looking at them, and they're like, this is how you should do a spell. And then I say, nope, I'm not doing it that way. I'm going to do it, like, as an intention mm -hmm. instead. And instead of doing a black candle, mm -hmm. I'm going to do it with a white candle. So I've tried a couple of them, and then I freak out, and I shut the book, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> don't oh, no. don't go there like your heart's saying don't do it so it's like oh, i struggle with it but like i work with all white light and i'm not saying witchcraft is a very fine line and like you know i just it's mother earth and all that but it's a very fine line that i don't really want to cross so i'm really i struggle with that because it's like i get called to do it but i don't want to do it because yeah. i feel like that's mm -hmm. that barrier like i'm like yep nope i'm not gonna do it so I bought things yeah. before and I've returned them like to Amazon because I don't want to touch them or I end up donating <laughs> the books after I buy them because I'm curious and then I don't read them like, no, 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 don't come back in. <laughs> so it's this thing. It's I know what you're saying, but you have definitely a mm -hmm. gift. But the thing is, is that if you were a witch in the past, which I really feel like you were, you were also mm -hmm. a nurse in the past, too. So you're good at really? caring for other people, but as a as a witch, like the things That's you can second time a psychics told me that as really? well. Really, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, yeah. you can manifest things at a very high rate as being a witch from the past. You can say, "I have this in my mm -hmm. life. I have enough money." You don't want to ever be selfish, and I have enough money to pay mm -hmm. my bills. I have, I have, you know, I have, I have beautiful children. I have this beautiful. Uh, baby girl and I have you know we have we have enough money for everything my husband got a promotion in this job he loves it he's happy his you know my cholesterol is down and everything is awesome I get everything I want in my life and guess what vomit like starts to happen because you're putting it out to the universe and you have that connection to the universe already so it happens very very quickly for you and then as a nurse yeah, sorry I want to keep going true. but I'm going to tell you you no, were no. definitely um the first uh, war, you were a nurse, um, huh. and 
You looked very similar. You were very small, very small build though. Are you small build now in this life? I can't tell because I just see your face. Yeah. You know, it's a lot it's of weight on too. a small frame, but yeah, it's. Are you like a tiny money, like five three or something? Five two, yeah. All right, close <laughs> enough. Um, but you were like, you yes. looked the same. Your hair was shorter, but you were very like tiny little thing. And I see you um, trying to lift up men like off of a table because you're like literally healing like the medical, um, like the injured. This is, it's making sense to me. Nicolina will know. I, I, she'll confirm that when the news broke about Russia invading Ukraine, I immediately had like this visceral reaction where I just started like, dry heaving vomiting breaking down into like crying fits all day long because I was so scared and I'm wondering now if it's because in a past life I was a nurse in the first world war and it was very like inside of me it's very triggering for that reason that would make sense yes because we have unexplained um situations of why we are connected to things from a past and um, that would make absolute sense. I personally, my mother gets mad. She was like, you watching the news on this? You watching the news? And I can't mm-hmm. watch the news that much on certain things. I get very mm-hmm. like, like you, I get very sick over it. I get, um, yeah. I can't sleep. And because I start feeling everybody's pain. And if I- if- Was I a politician then in a past <laughs> life? <laughs> no, you were, ma- because you were Marilyn Monroe. No, I'm only kidding from the past. Yeah, I was not believe it. I would no, believe no, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I, if that was true, I'd believe it. But I think we need to have a new podcast. Two podcasters in a medium or something. I don't know. And <laughs> we should. Or and I would do it with you. This is fun. I don't know amazing. anything about the tech part, but I just always thought like I should have my own podcast. We got that covered. We got that don't covered. Yes. We'll and I want like I said, yeah. I don't want to be the medium like hog like taking over every episode or whatever. But I just love you guys' energy. But anyway. um, yeah, you had like you had twelve, and you've you're such a good person. Just think about, you know, you were a seer, you helped people, you were you were a witch, you helped people because you know witches like people misunderstand them. They come to you because they want help, they want guidance, they want medicine, they want healing. I don't feel like you cast any bad stuff. I do think some bad things have come from the past into this lifetime, and then I also see you as a nurse. So you like this is who you are, brother. You are like a healer in this world, and you're a seer. And so don't be afraid. Think about seer. If your third eye is opening up, you know, you've got to expand it. Don't say, close down, close down, shut that door. I do. Don't be like, I know, you need to learn how to okay. open up your chakras properly. That goes up to your third eye and your crown and say, I welcome this light and only pure light coming through me and any negative light around me. You must leave. You can't be around me. And like do the salt baths and you'll you'll find like there'll be changes and you'll probably be a lot more you'll be able to expand a lot more into positive okay. things that you need in your life because you block everything right now okay and don't be surprised just don't, a little your little girl's gonna be just like Go you ahead. by the way oh fuck i'm screwed <laughs> so you a gem- you'll get a gemini and a libra which is definitely similar and, energy and spiritual <laughs> She's going to yeah. be like your mother from a past life. So, oh, I love my mom in this life too. I hope she's like, okay. <laughs> um, um, and uh, I figured out what the 11 was. Okay. Tell me, tell me. There, there was 11 grandchildren. <gasps> I forgot that um, there was a stillborn baby that was born. Okay. And it, 
it passed away. Oh. Um, so there was 11 grandchildren. Wow. I'm sorry to hear that. That though. makes sense wow. then. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's validating. Yes. Thank you. I love the feedback. That is the 11. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lauren, can you tell me if I have any past lives? Or am I a newbie? Because I don't feel like I'm a newbie. I'm hearing three for you. Yeah, I feel like I'm a newer, a newer person. Your last life, though, did we ever get to this before? You came in from the. We've never spoken about this. You're Earth Angel in this lifetime. You even look like one. So not all. I'll do you a little education as a teacher, but not all past lives are human. By the way. You could be at a dog. You could have been a okay. dog before, but anyway, um, you can all you can you can come in. Um, you can come in from the angelic realm, and it, so uh, your last life was from the angelic realm. That means that you were not um, you were living in the angelic realm, and so in this lifetime, you even look like one. Your coloring, your face, you just. My mom's obsessed with cherubs yes. ever since I was a little baby because she always thought I looked like a you little do. angel, you a little do. baby cherub. <laughs> And so yeah. earth angels are real. They are um, run by the angelic realm. You're in a human form, but you're run by the angelic realm to go through a lot of life changes and um, experiences because you have to bring them to heaven when you pass away. And so a lot of times you end up going through a lot of trauma and illnesses and um, unexplained things. And you end up being pairing a lot with people that are abusers or being families that are abusers. And you're constantly learning and growing. And you're selfless, so you just take on everything from everybody, and um, it's hard to say very it's hard to say no. I know that can apply to a lot of people, but I just know, like I can see it in you. But I'm hearing the last one was angelic realm, so this is why you have like, a, and a lot of times you don't feel like you belong here. Do you feel like you belong here on Earth? Um. I don't. I can't explain. It's like you just feel like there's something. I don't know what else. that feeling is. I don't know what that feeling is, but I will say that I've always kind of felt like I had like a weird angel vibe. And I don't know if it's just the way I looked. I don't know if it was the way my mom just made me feel about, but I, I felt that I am. And I, when my, I met my partner, I actually said, I think that just two earth angels met. Oh, and wow. that's how I felt about that's that. That's really cute. Yeah. See, and you're even talking about it. You don't even know what they are really. And no, so no. your last one came from that. So this is like, your th- this, is, this is your third life. So the one before okay. that was earth angel. The one before that was human and you were a male. So do you have any okay. male, male energy now? Like punch your yes. lights out. Don't you mess with me. Uh, yes, I do. Okay. I 1000% have male See, energy. I, I mean, I know. Like, absolutely. I know you from the park. I don't I'm know much very, about you though, because besides reading you, but like no. you've got like, you're like, Bring it on, baby. You know, I'm 1000%, 100,000%. That is my, I do feel like I was probably a, like a male boxer. Like boss. Boxer. Or, oh, I don't know about a boxer, but I, I don't know. Maybe I could have been a fighter. I'm not someone who like physically is like needs to fight, but I will say that I am like, I do feel like I have a lot of masculine tendencies. I do not feel like um, like when men speak to me, I kind of like I know when they're talking kind of down to me and I don't like that. And I'm very like aggressive with my response to that because I'm like, no, 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 no. Like I I can go toe to toe with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
I think maybe I was a male in a past life too, because I'm like that too. I'm very like, I'll be the sweetest person, but don't, don't you dare, because yeah. I will like call you right out <laughs> on it. A lot of people don't like it, but you, you know, you definitely were a male before. Um, and I'm not seeing all of yours, Marie, but the ones that I did see, you were a female. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, and I do feel like you're really tough and you were Italian. So aren't you Italian in this life? Yeah. I'm yeah, Italian baby. in this oh, life too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. But you died of a head injury in your uh, uh, Nicolina when you were the male. When I was the male from boxing? 1928. And you were hitting the head. And you were hitting the right hand side. At a Gatsby party. Because I feel that. The right hand side. Okay. You were struck in the head. Hmm. It wasn't by boxing, but you were, you did box. I see boxing gloves on you. Interesting. And you were a small Italian hmm. male. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not a small Italian. I, I mean, I, I, I'm an average size person, I would say, in this does, life. Does so. 1928 feel like anything to you when you think of that number? That number is a very strong number for me. Like, that's a number I think that time of year, that history, like, I'm obsessed with the Great Gatsby. Obsessed. Um, the, like, the, er, like, 20s flappers, all of that is, like, so important to me for some reason. So, and, and all of my friends will know this. I literally had a great Gatsby party. I'm yeah. the, the book was the first book I read cover to cover. Cause I was like, I feel like I lived. You did. <laughs> you did. Yeah. And I did. You were a small Italian so that, boxer. that got hit in the head. <laughs> and you were, I was hoping to be a little bit hotter, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and you have married with we three children. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, somebody loved me, I guess. Lots of people. We need to look up Italian boxers from the 1920s and see if we can figure out famous Italian boxers. Well, you're right, but we can still try. We can try. (laughs) We can try. That's really funny. So, 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 Earth Angels, I'd like to know what to do with that. Is there anything you can give me to like properly, you know, make use of that? I think you have to start saying no to things, and like you have to, you know. Earth angels are typical, very selfless people, but we take on so much stuff from other people. We're afraid to say no, and we're like just very giving. Mm-hmm. So it's like start yeah. identifying when you feel drawn and worn out. Um, start saying no. Start owning your feelings and valuing them. Um, and I recently today had a conversation with my husband about somebody again in the family, another person, and I'm just like. You know, he's like, this person's like this. And I'm like, I know that, but you've got to value how I feel about this situation because this is coming from me and this is how I feel. And you get a warrant how I feel, not how that, you know, like you got to look at all relationships separately. I can't explain it, but like I never would speak like that before. But now I'm like, because it affects me so much with different relationships that I am, because I'm an earth angel too. And I just found out about four years about it. I am typically everything that they talk about. And I would really recommend, there's a good book called um, Earth Angels by Doreen Virtue. I really would recommend looking at it because there's different types. And I was like four out of the five. So I've had more than one. Okay. And I've been told I've had 133 lives. 
And my birthday oh. is 331. So like that's backwards. Yeah. Oh. I'm getting on to my birthday. So any interesting. <laughs> but I was gonna say, like, yeah, look at just not saying but look into them because I feel like they're going to and we can talk about this if we ever talk again, but definitely you're gonna relate yeah. to that and you're gonna be like, Oh my god, this is me. And does it make sense about like tragedies and a lot of sadness and like being with a lot of people oh, that yeah. are abusive and oh yeah. Kinds of stuff? oh yeah. And like did you you know, so I've had a lot of very multiple toxic relationships that lasted longer than they because should have. Because you can't say no because um, you're trying to keep healing them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, a lot. And then, and I learned a lot of, of lessons from those things. And I kind of had resolved to the, the fact that like, I was never going to be with someone who was like me, um, who was like just thoughtful and um, compassionate and, empathetic and kind of had those traits like I didn't think that it was possible for me to find that in a partner and I would see other people find those partners and I'd be like I don't think that it's in in the cards for me um so for many years like I just went in and out of those types of relationships and um which is kind of ironic that I had said the the fact that I met an earth angel like what in my per- person now well, it's, so it's funny because after all that sometimes god does get you paired up with them because my husband's one too i know he is i i just Here felt like it was this immediate connection and he's very good and we heal each other and we help each other and it's like we're just along for the whole journey so we've gone yeah. through our, i mean everybody yeah. goes through trauma and everybody goes through bad stuff that's what sure. everybody in the world is but i definitely can spot one very easily I just know yeah. I can feel it. And I will say, like, Marie, I mean, you you had, like, high school boyfriends, but I wouldn't say that you had, like, traumatic relationships. Like, no. In they your, were in, just, like, immature relationships. Immature we relationships. But, we but in young. comparison, yeah. I definitely no. have had <laughs> yes. a lot, yes. lot more of that, for sure. Yes. Thank you again, Lauren, for everything. Um, for those obviously interested in attending any of those, um, the the Lady of uh, the Dunes screenings or the live uh, online show, go to Lauren's website. What is, could you tell us the website um, again, just to MediumLaurenRobbins.com. And you can also follow me on okay. social media on Instagram, MediumLaurenRobbins and Facebook medium Lauren Robbins and I have a YouTube channel too that kind of talks about it but I kind of keep the name the same across the channel so people can see what's going on and the the you know the the screenings are live April 1st and 2nd you'd have to live in Massachusetts but behind the scenes I will talk about the documentary and what happened in it you know for so those that couldn't didn't see it, it it's going to be enough time that people can see it maybe online before they go to the behind the scene event but I'm going to be showing some pictures and talking about chilling stories of how she channeled information through me and showed me things through her eyes and how it happened and how she was murdered and other things that um besides the obvious that's already out in the world like but just through her experiences that um that want to connect to her and i'm going to give people that are in a vip um and she's going to give a message to the group of people i'm going to channel her in the event and, uh, okay. you know, see if she'll, she'll talk to anybody and at the end, the VIP ticket holders can stay on a little longer and ask other questions. And if she wants to answer them too, she can come in and answer them. So I've got like, she's my homie. She's my, she's like one of my, she's, I don't mean to disrespect her, but we would type. So I, you know, I think it's going to be okay. a really good, um, 
I think I'm the only medium that's doing behind the scenes, but I felt like I wanted to continue um, talking about her and, you know, this keeps her spirit and everything else alive. So Awesome. And all and some of those uh, obviously will go towards potentially getting her a memorial. Yeah, and planning on hold, well. holding so all any proceeds from it to get her. She already has like a stone, but it just says a um, unidentified woman. So the goal is right. to get her a proper headstone uh, or get a bench because I I really feel like she wants. She told me she wanted a bench. Uh, yes, I remember you told so, us this at the the last yeah, one. Yeah, so yeah. we'll see what happens. But yeah, I plan on okay. being there for her through the whole thing. So. All right. Well, thank you again, Lauren. And, you know, until next time, I'm going to let you say it, Marie. Oh, yeah. Everyone, please stay spooky. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.